1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com recommend
2: today. All right. You were rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ES. Being a lot to get to today from a, an eventful weekend in sports, both locally and nationally. A lot of outrage. A lot of disgust. A lot of trash talking. Uh, then there were the games themselves. Grizzlies—they split over the weekend. That was good news. We're ahead of pace, John. Ahead of pace when it comes to trying to get to six and nineteen. Why? Because you split. You took one of the two over the weekend, and you beat the uh, Lukaless. We don't care, though. Dallas Mavericks. We've certainly faced uh, enough guys being out. Don't mind nobody care that Luka was out. Uh, but congrats to him. He had a little baby you see that, John?
3: Oh, is that what the personal reasons Luke were? Luke
2: was had a little baby.
3: Okay, congrats.
2: Yeah, this wasn't trying to, you know, get him the, He wasn't just ducking in the grill. No, 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 not at all. College football playoff is set. Some of that disgust I was talking about earlier. We're going to talk about it as it relates to the college football playoff. Did the committee get it right? Are we satisfied or are we outraged? You will find out today. Memphis basketball. Disappointing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ah. said it was losable because it's chris beard and i'll be damned if i he's the reason they won he's a heck of a coach now we can go back and forth on you know whether he should be coaching and all that kind of stuff what he went through that's one thing they point the finger mikey williams doing mikey williams says what about your own guy mm-hmm. right so they did we don't need to get into that but it was a Fantastic win, obviously for Ole Miss, eighty seventy seven over the Tigers. Lot to get to, including John has Memphis's net ranking. He blew my mind with it this morning. It will blow your mind. Felt uh, like I was in the twilight
3: zone. You will, uh, quite frankly, not believe it. You will not believe it. I
2: didn't when he initially told me. I said, fool, you are wrong. Uh, you, not, you got I said, you have, didn't I? Didn't I tell you you had wrong info? Uh,
3: I, I I had to sort of step away because I felt like I was, you know, dealing with somebody with dementia. And, uh, yeah. like, no matter what I said, you just weren't going to believe what I I said, y'all saying. just
2: believe anything they tell
3: you. Yeah. I mean, it was like a— yeah, uh, I said, look <coughs> at where they got McNeil. <laughs> yeah where they got Arkansas. This can't be right. Yeah, so we'll get into that here on the show. Jason Fitz is going to join us at 125. We'll talk to him about a great NFL weekend. Uh, Some very uh, dominant performances in the Mm. league, including mostly, I guess most prominently, by the San Francisco 49ers. They go into Philly. Indio Trap take over, Yo Trap. Man. I know you have some thoughts on the security guard, so we will uh, get into. Isn't uh, he's, he's not a security guard? He's like the director of security or whatever. You know, like he's a he's
2: just a glorified security guard, though. Right. He's just the head of it. Exactly. Of their team.
3: Remember that was in, and remember that Alabama um, fight, the brawl. Did that start because of was he a security guard or he was a cons? You no, know, he was a customer. He was a client, and I had, I had in the past previously mislabeled him as a security guard. Which I apologize for. That's right. But uh, You're talking about the brother? Yeah. He was the head
2: of, of like, he was like the assistant uh, boat driver.
3: Yeah, he was the captain or yeah. something. Assistant yeah. captain or captain. I, you uh, had identified I, him as security. I thought. I, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. That was really, that was eating at me over the mo- uh, last few months, brother, and I'm sorry about that. I'm glad you're holding yourself accountable. Yeah, you you, that like, was, you like Penny after the game yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, that At least that was you're bad. holding
2: yourself accountable.
3: That was bad. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so we'll get into that. Uh, the Chiefs. Go down to the Green Bay Packers, the pack attacks on Sunday night. Something's wrong with them. I know you're going to get into the officiating, and that's fair, but something's not right with them, bro. Something is wrong with the Kansas City Chiefs. How many times are we going to come in here and be talking about Valdez Scantling
2: at the end of a Chiefs game? This is twice now.
3: Right. That's the problem. It's like you're depending on that dude to make a play at the end of a game, whether he gets the flag or whether he catches the ball or whether, you know, whatever. That's the problem. Talked about him too much this season that's, already. That's, that's exactly. a problem for the Chiefs. You are absolutely right. Yep, so we'll touch on all of that. Jason Fitz joins us at 125. Respect burgers uh, at 1 o'clock. I know you're very excited about these today because you watched uh, approximately 71 hours of commercial free football. Keep, don't
2: keep saying that number. You're trying to trigger me. Uh <laughs> did it coming in today, y'all.
3: But, uh, but yes. You said I
2: was driving 71 coming in here. That's
3: right. You don't be going to 71 to 65 that will get you a speeding ticket. We'll tell you why that number man. All right. Uh, so, anyway, that is, uh, that is the show today. As always, looking very forward to it. But we have so many things to get to on the show today. Let's do a little thing we call Cap or No Cap. Cap. It means lion,
2: but built different now. It's Cap.
3: I'm going to say Cap.
2: For No Cap. I'm going to say that that's No Cap. On 92.9's Jason and John Show.
3: All right. Let's start with the college football playoff, Jason. College Football Playoff Committee got it right.
2: Yes, they did. That is no cap. Yep. They got the right four, y'all. I heard a lot of why, wow and wee-wee this morning. A lot of people crying. And I understand why. We've got a person. Where were they crying? On Jeff's show?
3: Not a, it, not Jeff as much. Okay, because Jeff did write about it. I I get the angle there. He's like, oh, well, you know, this is how it's always. been Jeff thrust. understands. Yeah, man. In the end, he understands.
2: That's right. the, that's where we'll 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 eventually all come to. But right, um, it it's personal a little bit. I understand here because it's Mike Norvell too. It's mm-hmm. not just Florida. It's exactly. not just a Florida State team that's the first one ever to he win its up, conference championship, go undefeated, and be kept out of the college football playoff. It's the fact that it's Mike Norvell that mm-hmm. got that's gotten through this. We love Mike Norvell. You know, and and it sucks for him and yep. his team. And I, I think about all those other guys. I mean, even Jordan Travis was having a tweet afterwards, like he's feeling, you know, regret that he got injured. You know, feeling like he's at the center of this, and he is not by his own doing. You can't control injury, but you feel for everybody on that Florida State side. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you exactly. that I don't feel for them. But you knew this was coming. Yep. As soon as Alabama knocked off Georgia, right? It it really it it was two that were then elevated. Yep. Because of Texas's win over Alabama and the fact that Texas goes on to win its conference championship, you have to put. And the fact that Texas had been ranked all year because of that head-to-head win. Oh, by the way, double digits at Tuscaloosa. It it both go in. You know, Michigan and Washington are in. Oh, by the way, Washington. My gosh, but what the haters there that just want to constantly pick Oregon, Michael Penix. Uh, anyway, back to the point. What what else could you do if you're the committee? You've said best four teams. My only issue with that, because, again, best four teams right now with Florida State down to its third-string quarterback, You know, from Bilal Zan, by the way, and he was in a spot. I mean, just an absolute spot. Um, you, you, have, you have got that team. Did you watch them offensively against Louisville? Again, it's not Brock Glenn's fault, mm-hmm. but that is not one of the best four teams. The, the only issue with that, and you've kept Florida State out with it, is that if you if you pull back, and you're honest with yourself, and that committee is too, well, you used best four teams to keep Florida State out, unprecedented, but are we really applying it too, to Georgia? Because I'd look at that Georgia team and tell you it's one of the top four. So they, they used what they needed to to whittle down to what's essentially best for TV, let's be real, best for the Bucs. Because uh, you couldn't take two SECs. Right. Once out of, you know, that, that that's impossible. So they, they ended up getting the right four. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, Georgia's got a, you know, they got a claim they should be there. Florida State clearly has a claim that they should be there. Yeah. But in the end, it's like we said, you had more contenders than ever. Somebody was going to get left out. And unfortunately, Mike's left in that in that tough spot, man, where he doesn't have Jordan Travis. You know, you, you know. again, he would have had his backup in the, in the college football playoff. It's about not having Jordan Travis.
3: Yes. Yeah. Look, I, um, I, I, I can come in here and I can and I can admit that I was just wrong on Friday. I was just wrong. Uh, I kind of got caught up in the middle of it, you know. You, uh, what's crazy is you were on the right side at first. Then I, I switched, switched to, off, and then I'm and, back where I was in the beginning. And you know, part of that is because what I what what, what I saw, <laughs> you know, most recently. Uh, oh, that the the game? Yes. We'll I it. mean, that was just. Yeah they should have lost offensively. I mean, you got
2: to get them they, you know, they're running wildcat out there. They're doing it. They got to do, but
3: what's the, yeah, I mean, the, the, that the, the quarterback threw over 55 yards. I mean, and the, and the court and, the, and, the, and the Louisville, again, he's in a tough spot. No, I understand that, but i admit, they all, that all goes into the, oh, yeah. you know, the, yeah. the box, you know, no question. And the Louisville quarterback threw pick a pick and uh, one of the worst interceptions I've, I've ever seen at any level. Um, again, Brad added this to the running list. Congressional investigation. We've got a list over there. Add the Louisville quarterback to the list over there. Um, so I watched that 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 output and it's just like you can't you can't. You know, I mean as as much as like they quote unquote earned the right to be there I I heard this point made and and, and it's true. This Florida State team, the one they have right now is yeah. not 13 and 0. It's it's 2 and 0 or or 3 and 0, I guess, whatever the final it's not it's not the entire and yeah. and, it, and, it, and it and it very clearly wouldn't be, right? It very clearly would not have gone undefeated with this, um, you know, arrangement you, to, at to do this to make it right. You would have had to
2: keep out the SEC. That's, that's exactly. what. That's what I, as and, soon as we knew, that's what I texted you. As soon as we knew Alabama's winning that game, I said, "You mean to tell me they're going to keep right. out two SECs?" That, and, and no, unfortunately right. for Florida State, they're going to be and, out. That's right. And, they, and the
3: ACC—they are is, not keeping Greg Sankey. They are not keeping the SEC out of this. thing. That's right. And the ACC was the worst uh, power league this year, right by a wide margin. Pac-12 was better. Big 12 was better. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes um, life's not fair. And um, while I hurt for Mike Norvell, because I understand from his perspective, and it's why he was so upset, what am I supposed to do? Uh, the reality is is that you know your, your your Heisman candidate quarterback is no longer playing, right and, and that was why you did what you did in the first 10 games, 11 games of the season and and um you know, you're not the same team. Nobody would be, right? If Jalen Millero went down for Alabama, we'd have, be having the same. You know, that that would be interesting, right? What do you do? And I think Florida State probably gets in at that point. If if Alabama wins the SEC championship but Jalen Millero gets hurt, like what do you do there? I, you know, that's a hell of a – but it didn't happen, right? Jalen is healthy. He's looking incredible. He's playing the best football of his career. And that team very clearly and very obviously is one of the top four. So once they won against – Number one, team, it's you know they haven't lost in twenty nine games, two years. Last time they lost was to you in the SEC title game in twenty twenty one. You can't keep that team out, um, and I hate it for Mike Norvell. Um, this is the last year we're going to have to do this. Right? I, I, I mean, they, they're not fifth. They're not the fifth best team in the country. Like I think that's stupid. You know, they're. I mean, Georgia is a million miles better than them. So I think even for Jordan, I know they're playing in the
2: uh... Georgia got a case too because because again, if I'm Kirby, I'm applying, and he did the same logic. Okay, you can't tell me I'm not one of the four best teams in the country coming off a 29 game winning streak. That's right. Dates back two years. That's right. Like, yeah, and, and and I didn't get blown out of this game either. I mean, we started, we oh, jumped yeah, on no, and whatever exactly. else. It's not like I got I got molly Whopped in this championship game. That's so, right. So Georgia, I mean, they they got as much case as anybody. I mean,
3: yeah, them. the idea that they're sitting there at six is a is a is a is a, it's a, it's an insult. I mean, honestly, and. You know, because I like Florida State. Like Florida State's gonna—that's the the, the cards they're playing, right? We're aggrieved. We got, but you really should have been behind Georgia, if we're being honest. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like they—they mm-hmm. they did that to make you kind of feel better about it. Uh, like you were—you were just right there, but you really, if we're being honest, you probably really weren't. Um, and so, yeah, look, it's an imperfect process with human beings. Uh, it, it, it makes for, to me, a, an unbelievable playoff. I mean, well, it w- does we're we're getting that, and that goes back to yes. the committee getting it right. Yes. Yes. I mean, I I, I think uh, I think Bama. Uh, I, I, there's really not a number I wouldn't be interested in Alabama at. I'll be honest. Like if you could, they're 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 one half hundred dollars. If you if you flipped it and you made them two and a half, three and a half, four and a half, I, I would pretty much take Alabama at any number. I mean, Michigan has not seen a team like this all season long, um, and a quarterback like this all season long. So, and I think you could sort of tell from there, like there was an audible, like <gasps> oh you know like they were they did not want to see like they don't they you could tell they don't want Bamba and they no they wanted Florida state absolutely absolutely right you know Jim Harbaugh going to have a press conference this week saying Florida state was screwed you know he's mm-hmm. going to stand up on the podium for uh, for old Mike but, Norville. But, but that's the other part about it and and it is
2: you know you got it's personal a little bit cuz Norville, but being here and having watched and, and Jeff made the point too but but it it should be noted and should be underlined having watched Memphis catch the short end of the stick absolutely year after year being outside the power structure when you watch the power structure cut off one of its own and oh by the way let's keep in mind too one of its own that's not satisfied in the ACC that let's be real once out and everything else because it sees the writing on the wall it's hard to have a you know it to to uh, to be down about this for to two three around here because Memphis been catching the short end forever that's all we know right and so again to see it happen to one of their own hey man like, welcome to the club. This is the way it goes down. The only difference is now exactly. one of the big boys is getting excluded, but again, it's by the yep you know it's by the same group that it's excluded you, and so well, we, that's right. We, we know this. I guess you could say, well, I relate to it more that way, but yep, look um look, Florida state it, it, we all knew it when Jordan Travis went down, yep, that there was a good chance of this, even if they went undefeated, and yeah um. Listen, we'll have more spots next year in, the college, well, and, and, in, a, in an expanded college football playoff.
3: And, and the reality is is that, you know, I mean, how many times have there been undefeated teams in non-power leagues that didn't even get a sniff, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah. we, you could apply the same logic, right? Right. Where we we said, well, yeah. They, again, they, this they, year,
2: too many contenders. This
3: Someone's was going to get cut off here. There's only four spots. There's five power leagues. Right. You know, and again, that was part of my, that was, you know, and I can admit that it was a bad argument on my part. I mean, I just, I wanted it for them. And I, I, I felt in that moment, it was, it was the right thing. But then you see the games on Saturday, and you see how impressive Texas was. It's you see right impressive. thing because it
2: had always happened. Like exactly. that was That's why the All-State playoff predicted
3: that morning had right. Florida
2: State 97% in. Right. But that's the computer. Yes. Because this always, Power 5, champion undefeated, always goes in that's and exactly always had. Right. But this was humans deciding what are going to be the best matchups. That's right. Let's be real. Yeah. Television radio, all that matters. We got to get an SEC in.
3: Well, we can't exactly keep, right. We can't.
2: We can't keep the SEC out. Well, and, because and that's what you would have had to do to keep Florida State in. And,
3: and, and let's you know, I mean, look, I'm not I, you know, I'm not naive. The SEC is moving to ESPN. I mean, that's a you know multi billion dollar deal. Correct. They just they just Correct. did. They're taking it away well. from CBS. They're not going to leave the SEC out. The SEC champion out, and nor should they. I mean, the SEC dominates college football. I know people hate that. People are tired of it, not here, but nationally. I think there was a lot of it, right? A lot of people wanted to see the SEC, you know, get its comeuppance, be left out, be embarrassed, whatever. But that, that will never happen. The SEC champion will never, ever, obviously now, but even in the, you know, last days, the SEC champion is always going to have a seat at the table unless it has, like, three losses for whatever reason, you know? If it's anything reasonable, the SEC champion is always going to have a seat at the table. Uh, And, you know, anybody that didn't think that was just sort of – it was just the suspension of disbelief, you know what I mean? I didn't know who was going to get left out, you know? I mean, I could have made a case. I'm not saying it would have been a good one, but I could have made a case for Texas being left out. But I still think they made the right choice, right? I mean, when you sort of take it all as one, I mean, Texas beat – Alabama and Tuscaloosa, we can say. Right. And they just live. like
2: Alabama got better, Texas got better, too, after it lost. Yeah. I mean, that all, all, you know, and they rolled. Yeah. So, it's a, you know, Texas had to go in because of the head-to-head, and the fact that you did that in Tuscaloosa, you did it by double It, digits. it was the second-best best win of the college football you. season. Again, it, it unlo- uh, beating Georgia unlocked it for the two of them because you had them ranked ahead of Alabama all year long based on that head-to-head. You couldn't change it at the end.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, it was. uh, I, I did hit.
2: uh... I know Mike's not happy. You know, if he heard us, he'd be like, "Man, them two fools." I used to come on their show. They got it all wrong. But I and, don't think. So. In the end, we realized how this worked.
3: In the yeah, exactly. I mean, and I think and, if you injected it's, him it, with it, truth it's serum, really business,
2: he he gets it. And that's. Why. I mean, he he's
3: he, he's gonna see that film from Saturday night. He knows that they they would just get. Now nah, look. You, you still, like, somebody was... Again,
2: uh, Saturday night, they would have their backup. It would look better than it did with with, uh, with all due respect to Brock Glenn. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Rodman would, would be back, though.
3: It yeah. wouldn't be as bad as... You wouldn't have to run Wildcat yeah. half the time. Well, that's true. Uh, but, but all I'm saying is, you know, they would have gotten absolutely molly Now, teams have gotten molly in the college play- football playoff. I mean, TCU lost by 7 million points against Georgia in the championship game. Nobody was saying they didn't deserve to be there. Um, but this team... This team, this iteration, it just didn't belong, and and uh, I I hate that because they would have probably no, been
2: there if Jordan Travis doesn't go there. Uh,
3: but they don't have him, uh, and, and that's a huge. I mean, it's the most important position in football, and the downgrade is quite obvious. Um, so, I did hit Alabama to make the playoff, but you know what? That was a congrats on that. That was a that was a. Uh, I, I can't believe it was plus money. It was on your your there was a free money glitch on Fanduel on Saturday uh, on Sunday morning. We missed it. Yeah, it, it was Alabama to make the playoff plus one thirty four. That was a free money glitch. I, I guess Fanduel was feeling generous. Uh, but 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 really, the better bet, Jason, would have been to bet FSU no to make the playoff a thousand percent, which was plus two seventy or plus you know now the value it was plus five hundred around midnight. So, I mean, again, I missed a lot of value there. I just didn't want to get into the guessing game, though, of, like, I knew Alabama was in. I didn't want to get in the guessing game of who the committee tried to put in, you know, because I just didn't know. So I was like, I know Bama's in. Y'all can figure out the rest. So quick lick there. That was I, that, I mean, that is quite frankly and honestly the easiest bet I've ever made in my entire life. Well, it's good you could <laughs> swoop in late
2: and capitalize <laughs> after right, being so long on it uh, uh, initially on well, Friday. Well,
3: I, I knew Alabama was going to get in. I was always steadfast on that. I just didn't know who would get left out. So that's why I wasn't as confident in the F as you know. Man, y'all don't let me bet nothing on there anyway. Man, y'all don't in unless it be Georgia. Well, you talking about going back last week. So you, Now you're saying you knew they were going to win. Well, I'm saying I, I, if they won. If, if they won, yes. I knew they were in. And so this is on Sunday morning, right? I mean, so Sunday morning after they had won and they were still plus money to make the playoff, I'm like, this is just a misprice.
2: If Georgia wins, Florida State's in.
3: Correct. Yep. Right. Yes, oh, no. because then, yes, yes. What about
2: Texas? Because then uh, Texas doesn't get elevated. Because, because then you win over SEC, Alabama doesn't you're matter. Right. It, it diminishes. Exactly. Wow. So, again, it, Georgia so takes
3: care of business. So Texas, too. Texas should send Alabama some Al- wine. All the flowers and the wine and the champagne and because everything. Because they're in because, because, because of, of
2: Bama. 1,000%. Isn't, isn't that crazy? It, it elevated, too. You had to bring Texas up because they were ahead of right. Alabama. They were both below everybody right. before that. Yeah. Man, so, it's, again, it's Georgia crazy. takes care of business. Mike's in. Yes. And uh everything feels I guess, you know, a little more fair. Well, it's like quote, it's like fair. the
3: butterfly effect. Like but. Jordan Travis injury got Alabama in. Not not for say losing the quarterback getting hurt. Like the butterfly effect. Like on, on on in a vacuum that one thing should have nothing to do with well, the Alabama other. Well, Alabama had to
2: be Georgia again. Well, that's true. They had to do. Period, but I'm just period, saying period. that
3: gave them the 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 runway. That gave them the opening. They would had Jordan Travis not gotten hurt, right? Well, he, you know, here's the question. What if Jordan Travis had not go- gotten hurt, but Alabama still won the SEC championship? They're out? I mean, is that what we're saying? And Texas is in?
2: Then I think the SEC's got to be left out.
3: Oh, my God.
2: That's the, it's the only way. That's crazy. It's the only way.
3: Like, that would have been honestly and, insane. I mean, that, that would have been. And that
2: is why, that's the other reason why we knew the SEC would not be left out. Because you're not taking a Florida State that's down that doesn't have Jordan Travis, period. That's what I'm saying. So and yes, if Jordan Travis has been healthy, and they, you, they did the you, same thing, you have to keep the SEC out because wow, t- in that case, wow, that Alabama won. I mean, that would be the most controversial Texas, college Texas playoff beat, ever. Right? Texas beat Alabama, right? So Texas would get the fourth spot. Yes, you would have to keep the, the SEC champ. Keep the two SEC teams out. If that had happened, wow, because because would, if Jordan Travis had been there, you do you do have to keep him in. Yeah, I mean, you just it's, injuries are factored in. It's part of it. Right? I mean, that's, it, they, say, they say that we could say right. it's unfair, but they say that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Man, that would have anyway. been that would have been hellacious if that would. I mean, but obviously it didn't. So here we go. I feel,
2: yeah, like I said, I, I feel for Mike and those you know and, the, and those kids. But hey, it's 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 the business, man. We've been catching the short end for a while around here.
3: Who are you like? Who who's the pick?
2: I don't know yet. Okay, you need to you need to ruminate a little bit. But I don't more. think we have to do it today. Okay, so I look, much time. I mean, I could do it. About? I could do it today. You ready, Bam. What, dude? You picked it? You you
3: picked it? You know, three I'm gonna weeks ago, every, I'm so going to pick Bam every time. I mean, honestly, I think, it's an, I think, I think it is a – I'm going to borrow from Jeffrey here. It is the most disrespectful spread in the history of handicapping that Alabama is, a, is an underdog in this game. In no way, shape, or form should Alabama That's be an underdog me, in this all game. All
2: season long, you've just loved this Michigan team and said it's so capable of winning a national championship. Now you're just jumping off. Yeah,
3: because J.J. McCarthy can't throw. He hasn't thrown a touchdown pass other than the Ohio State game since Nam. You know, and then and, and, and you're now going to get an entirely different brand of athletes defensively. You're now gonna to have to con- like who in the Big Ten compares at all to Jalen Milroe mm-hmm. Nobody. Not a damn there ain't nobody that compares to him that can run. That I mean, that dude is standing in the pocket. He he made some plays. That flick there on that third down there yeah. at the late I mean, he's he is in his bag right now. Nobody is playing better at that position than he is right now. And so Michigan it's not going to have any answer for that. And if you get this thing where Alabama wants to play it now, which is up and down the field, Michigan is not going to be able to keep up, bro. I mean, look how they're winning games. They win games that by grinding you out, plodding it, you know, draining the clock. Alabama's not going to let you do that. Alabama's going to be four or five play drives. They just haven't seen athletes like Alabama is going to throw at them. So that's why.
2: And you think they just run over the, the winner of Texas-Washington?
3: I think, it, well, it depends on who wins, yeah. I mean, it just, and like, if it's Texas, obviously, what a freaking game that would be. Alabama, Texas in the championship game.
2: Well, i think it's pretty easy for Nick there. You're not going to beat him twice.
3: That's very tough. If it's Washington,
2: yes. I mean, all got NFL receivers.
3: They dude. do, and they have a great coach, DeBoer. I think he's a great yeah, coach. Yeah, he clearly is. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think I like the matchup. I mean, Bama's the safe. What, who's the. Michigan's the favorite. And what's the number? What's the way what they like might. Mind... One... Well, they're minus one and a half, but, like, for the field, they're, like, plus 140 or something. Okay. Okay. Bama's, like, plus 205. Um, but I, I feel really good about them beating Michigan. I, I you know I just I don't I don't think Michigan wants to smoke here. Uh, but you're right. We have an entire month to to break this down. Um, and I know you looked at the uh, you watched the the, the uh, film from the Iowa game. So you've got a this. the all 22 there. So you'll have a break between them and Louisville's offenses. Oh, that was a bad That's weekend. Hard to watch. The, the Georgia game was great, and the rest of it was yeah, just yeah. brutal. Brutal. Friday night was good. Washington, Oregon. That's was true. Good. That was a great game. That was a yeah. great game. So uh, uh, we went into it saying three of the five looked like crap. Three of the five did ultimately look like crap. Two of the five were fun. And that's about what we expected. Uh, all right. There is a computer glitch. We have found a computer glitch.
2: I need to pull them up.
3: In the net rankings. Cap or no cap. First ever. First ever edition of the net rankings in college basketball of the season. Did you identify a computer glitch? or something wrong with our systems.
2: Uh, I, I I don't think Memphis should be 71, uh, and that's the reason we 71? were to that that number uh, Damn. over at the net. The the NCAA's first release of the net, correct, John? Yes. And Memphis uh, starts it at 71. There's some funny numbers in You know, Arkansas is down in the hundreds. You got McNeese State is 30. Uh, some or others, you know, appear to be a little bit more accurate, but. Again, a team that's still, I know they lost to Ole Miss. It was disappointing. We'll get into it. I mean, it's, it's a loss that clearly um, you looked at the schedule before this season. You looked at your talent. You said, I, we got to have this one. That's the Ole Miss team was picked 10th. Uh, you, you needed to get that victory. All that said, they should not be sitting at 71. The, the, again, you, you look at some of the variants here, and these numbers are way off where you got a, a, a McNeese state team, hadn't done much of anything. You've still knocked off, what is it, two SECs. Arkansas who beat Duke, right, and you've got a, a win over a Michigan team that's, uh, you know, that, that's decent to solid. There's no way they should be 71. This is computer glitchery, and it'll course correct come next week or, or, or
3: beyond. All right, so uh, Josh Pasch says there will be a course correction. Yeah, that's uh, where I
2: got that from, course yeah, correction.
3: Yeah, so, yeah, Memphis, I, I got to tell you, I mean, I don't I don't know what I expected. I, I, I mean, have, everybody,
2: it's there. It's the right numbers right. in terms of everybody's reporting them, and that's right. where Memphis is at 71. Yep. They're much higher at Ken Palm at 40, 41, excuse me.
3: I did not expect 71. No. Okay? I expected maybe top 50. I did not expect 71. I mean, some of the people, some of the, I mean, Arkansas, 117. Um, How is
2: Arkansas one seventeen? I know they've lost to Greensboro at home mm-hmm. with a win over Duke. I know who's top twenty in most I metrics. I, it, that's what I'm telling you. It's These, beyond me. I think this
3: first batch should be thrown out, Joe. Okay, well, you would not be saying that if those numbers were, in, were inverted. If it was a one seven instead of seven one, but I fundamentally agree that you shouldn't really. I would if it, if there were seventeen. I'd say that's a little high. <laughs> so I, I
2: would think they should be in the twenty-five to forty range.
3: What, what are you? The uh, what's the uh, old?
2: Just uh, no, want to be honest here, man. This 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 bowl of porridge is too hot. Again, how is McNeese State?
3: Explain to me how they are thirty. I I well the only thing I can tell you is that their offensive metrics are, are, are really good and that's why like they're uh, beating McNeese the State offensive metrics that's
2: ninety two at Ken Palm.
3: They're beating the crap out of teams. That,
2: best win is one oh two VCU to start the year, has also lost to Western Carolina one thirty three and La Tech ninety four. But
3: they, how in the world are they thirty? But they beat the hell out of teams and I think that's what the net really likes. They like margin. You know? So they beat UAB by twenty one. Um I mean, bro,
2: UAB is one forty-one. That's not beating anybody. That's the point. Memphis is. Memphis's, beat, Memphis's beat, resume is ten times better than this.
3: Dude, they beat. Um, what's the culinary school, bro? They beat LaCole culinary they, school, school by a hundred.
2: Biblical studies champion Christian and Latourneau is on this thing. That's Licole that's what I'm culinary telling.
3: School. It's glitched,
2: y'all. Don't believe it, bro. They beat. now it puts us in a position where you got to come in here and say Memphis is better than what the numbers say after a loss to Ole Miss. You didn't, you know, you. Know, this is not technically the day. You know what we're not doing is talking today about Memphis being in the rankings at twelve. Well, that those are That's that, done. Yes, that's However, right. they should not be this low in the net. These rankings are glitched.
3: Well, I mean, we should probably talk about the game on Saturday, correct? You have, correct? To. You I have mean, to. Yes, here. Now, yeah. I, I'm full transparent. By the way, McNeese State beat CBS 96-55. Uh, to 55. John Rothstein, Gary Parrish combined to go 2, two of 18 in that one uh, with CBS. It's a really tough day. They're 92 at Ken
2: Palm. They're 30 in the net. Something's off here, y'all. That's what yeah. I'm telling you.
3: Yeah. Ken um, Palm's
2: got Memphis 3-1 in quad ones. Yeah. So, um, I, I will just.
3: Tell you full transparent, that I has no caught ones. I watched the first half of the game against Ole Miss and looked great. Right, looked up a seven point lead. Looked like okay, this is this is fantastic. And then I unfortunately, I'm just going to be honest. I had a recital all the way out in in uh, Rossville at Rossville Christian Academy. This is my daughter doing her. She goes to dance every Thursday, and this was like the big culmination, the big uh, crescendo performance. And not only did I. Did not get a chance to watch. It was two hours, and I had no internet. So I legitimately had no way of knowing anything about what was happening. They don't have internet at Rossville Christian? Bro. Or you just couldn't get on? No, they just didn't have it. I mean, I didn't have the coverage out there, bro. Mm. That's the boonies, you know? Um, and so I didn't have any idea what was going on. Last I knew was that Memphis was up seven. What the hell happened?
2: Down the stretch, uh, old Mrs. guards, Matthew Morrill. Uh, Warren, uh, they made the plays, John. I mean, uh, Memphis over the last 550 didn't go to David Jones, who was pretty much scoring at will. Mm-hmm. Uh, Memphis went 3 of 18 from 3, I believe it was. <laughs> again, I'm doing this all off top of my head. Didn't know you were going to throw it at me for nuts and bolts here. Yeah, but, I need a nuts um, and bolts, brother. That's pretty much what happened. Then down the stretch, again, what was so odd is that you weren't going to David Jones. What Memphis was doing was sort was was playing a two-man game, essentially, between Quinterly and Malco. Uh, down the stretch again, it was, and 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 at one point, you know, Malco got a bucket there late, but it was so odd because again, this is not something that you would plan for this season. Malco being such an integral piece, all of a sudden of the offense, and it's like an offense again that, it, you know, at at times this year is just.
4: Waste the weekend or do something a little more
1: epic.
4: And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Went away from him over the final six minutes. You talk about Twilight Zone today, see Memphis at 71. That was Twilight Zone down the stretch. And Penny Hardaway said as much afterwards. He said it, he sh- it was on him. That they should have gotten the ball to to David Jones, and that listen the play at the end there where Quinterly shoots a running three. I mean, it didn't make any sense. He said Ashton was was the guy on that one, yep. and that that made some. But again, uh, that goes back to okay, well Quinterly's not doing what he's supposed to, or more importantly, why not go to the guy that was playing at twenty some points mm. that 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 Ole Miss couldn't stop for most of the day. Mm. And so Penny said as much afterwards that I should have gotten the ball to Jones, but in the end that one that it's like a no brainer. Again, appreciate the. The accountability, mm-hmm. but that one was a basketball no brainer. Felt like, and again, yeah. you're losing to, uh, and you got to respect Chris Beard, the coach that he is. But let's be real, this is an Ole Miss team that was picked tenth in the SEC, mm. uh, doesn't have as much talent as you. Was trying to work in Musa Cisse, who, oh by the way, you you little Boyd Malco did when he dunked on him in that game. I mean, Musa wasn't a huge factor in this game whatsoever. Um, you got too much to be losing games like that. And, again, especially when the goal, right, was improving seating. And the way you do that, especially following a runner-up finish in the battle for Atlantis, you know, you go up to Mizzou and you went on the road there, is you go knock out Chris Beard. That's right. In his first year there, still figuring guys out. That offense, still trying to figure. You go win that game because you have more talent. And let, let's be real, you're in your sixth year. Yep. You you have more things figured out, even with all this new talent. So, so in the end, John, it was super disappointing. Yep. Look. We can sit up here and say how much it hurt Memphis. If you're looking at this net ranking, mm-hmm. that right now today is official. It's from the NCAA at 71, and say that loss really hurt Memphis. I think in the end, John, as mm-hmm. long as you bounce back and you know don't go lose at VCU, right? You know, get back. This is two losses in a row now. Yeah, I mean you've um, got to. If you, you're bouncing back, McNeese beat VCU, so to it doesn't yet yeah, to, to open the season. They have, that another reason why you have to win. That game. You have to win. You can't lose to VCU, and McNeese is beating them. Um, back to the point, it doesn't have, it's not a bad, lo- it doesn't have to be a bad loss on your resume. If you
3: take, pick it back up. That's right.
2: Uh, if, if you beat, you know, VCU, right. if you beat Clemson, right. Uh, it's still there. Yep. But right now it does feel like you've erased a lot of the, you know, what it felt like some of the work that you had done. Well, just go back to that going night that they beat, you know, the Arkansas on
3: Thanksgiving, right? How we yep. were feeling. You know, think about how different we feel today. And I, I still think that's, that that's
2: going to end up being a quad win oh, well, win I, no, no, by I the agree. time I'm, all I'm, is said. That's why oh, I don't yeah, want to no, overreact no, here I, in terms of
3: oh, you dropped a
2: huge opportunity; this is going to well, kill you, and now you're back, destined forever in the eight nine slot. I'm not that even that may be right, true, right? But we're not there yet because he's got opportunities still. Exactly. Right. You want to separate yourself. This is what we have been saying for the last few years. These are the ones you got to get. That's right. You know, it, that's right. it, it Can't be. And, and and I'll tell you, it was different than a couple of years ago when you went down there. You know, loss with the money and Penny's pointing the finger at the players or everything else. Yep. I mean, if you want to take any positive from this, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, because it, there wasn't much to be gained here. It's the fact that Penny says, this one's on me. You know, th- this isn't something where you're trying to figure it out with the players. Uh. This is something he can correct.
3: Going in the next game. Well, look, I would say this first and foremost. Uh, sure, it is. It is great that he did take that uh, personal accountability. Well, I, you have to. You can't be pointing the fingers at. Especially, it's year six. You know I, th- I think. I think most people are sort of at a place now where they would uh, like that post game press conference to to not start. Have to start with that. Not have to start with explaining, you know, why same thing as
2: Ryan Silverfield explaining why he's finishing fourth, and he knows their bigger expectations. Sound a lot. I mean, it's it's similar stuff.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, that that team went nine and three, and you know, I don't know if you saw didn't reach
2: expectations as he tells you
3: that he knows he didn't do. Well, let's just see what happens in the Liberty Bowl. But I'm just saying, a bunch of them press conferences start out just like that. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just referring to the the bigger picture, right? And I I mean, look, we, I mean, that's not unfair. I mean, but this is a Memphis basketball conversation right now, right? I mean, in the end. I don't think it's a devastating loss. I don't think it's something like, like, I'm not going to come in here and say the season is over. I mean, I, Ole Miss might actually, I mean, you can be picked to finish wherever, but you might be better than that. Right. Maybe. Might be. You, I mean, that's, I
2: mean, it wasn't just you. They beat Nancy State before you. And yeah. Chris Beard is a good coach. Very good coach.
3: And so I, I, I,
2: One I, of leave, the best, I leave room for to the be possibility
3: they could be a top half SEC team. You're at their place. You haven't won an Ole Miss since 2005. It's not a particularly great, kind place to you. Um, I, I, I do think there are some disturbing trends that are emerging about this Memphis team, most specifically defensively. Um, this is now, you know, two games in a row, obviously two straight losses, but also two games in a row where the common denominator was both teams shot the ball really well from deep. Like you you don't have that ball containment defensive ability with this group now that, you know, look, you think back two, three years ago, right? Last year was the first time where – you would, you would say Memphis didn't really hang its hat on defense. That was the first year, and it was like, hey, Kendrick, they played a different way, and it was good, and it worked. But that was the first time where you could say Memphis wasn't a top five, top 10 team in do- defensive efficiency. It's 38th. And Kimpom. And they weren't bad. I feel like this team is significantly worse uh, defensively. And I don't know how you necessarily, like, I don't know what they don't, they're smaller, obviously, with Quinterly. Their interior. Uh, presence is just it continues to uh underwhelm honestly and so I don't know how you fix it on the fly I think that's their biggest problem I don't worry about them scoring I don't worry about that at all I don't even worry about their three-point percentage I think that's you know that's all going to correct itself I do worry about the trends defensively though and when you're going up against Texas and m at their place when you got Clemson coming in here you know are you going to be able to, to to get enough stops you know on those teams to win um those are, those are the things that kind of concern me at this point about Memphis. Again, I still think they're a good team. I still think they have certainly the ability to uh, to beat FAU, although FAU is freaking rolling right now. Um, and they look like one of the best teams in the country, let alone the AAC. Um, but something's going to have to change defensively. And, again, Penny's done it. Penny's had top five, top ten teams in Kempom defensively. Uh, he's got to channel that because this team right now giving up 80 against Ole Miss, giving up basically 80 against Villanova, 80 against Arkansas. You know you're not going to win long term that way. I just don't think you. I don't think you can't. Um, so that's and we're talking about. You know we're not talking about the AAC where you you know bring in, uh Tulane and Rice and all those teams. We're not talking about that. We're talking about there there were real goals and real expectations for this Memphis basketball team before the season started, right? So can't, how, how do you reach them? You've got to fix your defense. I mean,
2: I. I they, I mean, you you look at the amount of points given up, and I understand when you come the, their defense right now is 33rd in the country, and their offense is 61st. And yes, it feels like to Ole Miss, which had struggled offensively, you know, up to NC State, really uh, to score 80 points feels like too many. I, I just I, I come at it from a different angle where I feel like you got more offensive problems than you do defensive. I just I just know in the second half of that Missouri game, Caleb Mills went down and shut down the Missouri kid that had 14 points to, to zero. Like I know this team is capable now in terms of rim protector and all that, Malco's really all you got. Right. And and what do you have there? Can you depend on that all season long? That's Jordan Brown is not that. Nope. That that's what's clear. There are defensive issues. I'd point more to the guards. Uh I think I called them uh Jalen Warren earlier. That's that's wrong. It's Jalen Murray uh that did that for uh but he had twenty two, Morell had twenty. Like, okay, I, we gotta shut that down. You did it against Missouri. I, I just I think defensively the pieces are there to not – you're not falling off the ledge here defensively. Right. Again, right now you're still better than you were last year, although clearly there are some things you got to pick up. Um, My issue is what's going on offensively. Mm -hmm. My issue is that a lot of times – and I know Penny, and they are, they're running NBA stuff, and a lot of that is ISO, but you get so caught up into taking turns or whatever else it is. And then at the end, when you really needed a go-to basket – Okay, well, this feels like David Jones' ISO time. This is what he does. This is really our best offense. You go to a, you know, quinterly sort of takeover two-man game with Malco. So 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 what are we best at? If I'm Penny Hardaway, I'm in his shoes right now, what's my go-to? I still haven't figured that out yet. If it's David Jones, why, back to the point, why didn't I do it over the last six minutes if that's not priority number one? So I'm trying to, back to the point, I'm trying to get some priorities offensively, back to the, you know, continuity, whatever you want to call it, cohesion um, because right now, again, down the stretch, when we needed a basket, it was a running three by Javon Quinterly. We're 61st right now in offensive efficiency. It should be better with the kind of experience that you have. So I, I'm, I'm with you. There are defensive issues to get cleaned up, but right now, I, 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 for me, the priority should be, um, what's going on offensively in these stretches where we're going away from things that are working mm. and, and. Are there a couple of sets? Is there a way to slow things down and get Jordan Brown involved? Because that's clearly not working. I know foul trouble got him initially, you know, off the floor, but yep. um, that experiment, you know, you play too fast. We've said it now for a couple of weeks. It's pretty obvious. For it feels like to get Jordan Brown engaged. So yep. do you at times slow things down? Uh, we've talked about that could happen. You know, be, be help you in a game against Virginia or whatever else. But right. you got to get this guy more engaged now. Um, so because, and, because and you back know, to the point, I, it's not time to push the panic button or anything like that. But oh there, yeah, um, there's some clearly some things on both sides that you got to get cleaned up. Uh, there's no
3: question about I it. Mean, and they're on
2: the road at VCU. You know, you're going to Texas A and M. Yep. These are these are both losable because they're road environments.
3: Yeah, I, I think there are a few sort of charges. Right, there are a few charges with, uh, with 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 Memphis basketball, and I think figuring out a way to like, hey, because when you get to the tournament, you're going to what what is a Stone cold guarantee is that it's going to be a lot of different styles, a lot of different paces. So, you know, you may there may be one way that everybody in the AAC plays. I know that's not that's not exactly true. Like you'll have like your Charlotte's and things like that. But when you get to the tournament, you could play a team that plays super fast in the in the first round. Yeah, and you could get a team that wants to like completely play a a rock fight, like a San Diego State last year, like a Virginia or, or or whoever. And so having a guy like Jordan Brown who can get to the foul line, who can, you can throw it into and in a, you know, show, 55, when, when 50 game. When you games. slow
2: things down and throwing it into him, he even had a bucket in this right. one. Like, that's he, right. He can score the ball. Yes. But 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 I also realize, too, you can't go completely against what you do. Oh, he yeah, always no, up-tempo no, no.
3: and has been the entire time. But they've got to find right. a way to mesh the two. Well, I think Jordan Brown, and, and again, that's part of the challenge, is like for this Memphis team, Jordan Brown is more of a specialty. He's a specialist. I know he sort of came here to be a, you know, full time starter. It ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work with the way he wants to play and the way the Memphis well, wants and to and play. And it's not
2: just you know up and down offensive. To, it's also defensive. Exactly. To the way Memphis plays. Exactly,
3: exactly right. So the job for Penny is to make sure that hey, it is what it is. We're here. You're on this team. How can I get the most out of you while keeping you know you engaged and happy and. You know, all the, your role ain't going to be maybe what you thought it was going to be. You know, we we tried. We we gave it a shot. It is what it is. But how can we maximize what we've got together? You know, and I think that's sort of the the challenge here. Is, and that's not always easy to uh, to convey. That's not always easy to get across. But, um, you know, I, I, I think it's possible. I think it's very possible. And uh, if he can do that, if Penny can do that, and Jordan Brown can buy in, it is a two-way street, then – he could be a real luxury for this team and could, could win them big games in March. I think there's no question. Like, like I think about those, um, like, he could be huge against FAU and Vlad Golden. You know, like, he could, and I know they play a little bit faster, but I'm just saying, like, just within those games, there are going to be five-minute spans where pace slows down, maybe the end of the game. You know, he could be a closer. There are just ways you can, you can explore that where you have to two points in seven minutes. That's just a, That's just a waste. You know what I mean?
2: Um, it's pretty much non-negotiable. You got to win at VCU. They just lost to Norfolk State at home. It's not just McNeese State that beat them in the opener. Um, this is a VCU team that's lost three of its last four. And so again, if you get to a point where you you know, you, you lose at VCU, it's three straight. You're, you're erasing all of the good work that you did in starting five and zero. Yep. And you will be back to a point where you're talking about, you know, eight nines, t- tens, possibly, you know, with with yes, more opp- a few more opportunities before, you know, conference play, but. Again, I I'd go back because you, you've lost two in a row now, you lose to Ole Miss, it makes VCU a must win in three out of four. Yep. That they've dropped. Just lost to Norfolk State at home. Yep. Sixty three sixty. So Yeah. Put yourself in a position where you, you've given yourself, you know, less margin for error here.
3: That's exactly right. But you can all you can you can get all that goodwill back. You beat A and M, you know, you beat Clemson. I mean, I think that's uh you know that's a, and I assume Clemson is going to be ranked here. Did they win on Saturday? I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, it, I'm pretty sure Clemson is rolling. Okay, they? so if Clemson did get that done, then they are going to be ranked without a shadow of a doubt here. Uh, yeah, they beat Pittsburgh, so they're eight. I mean, they're going to be they're going to be ranked uh, without a shadow of a doubt, and they'll probably be ranked by the time they come here. So, um, well,
2: them in Virginia, and your are glitched. Uh, Net rankings, they're yep. they're all super high. So they're, they're, I mean, there's plenty of opportunities. Left.
3: You're, you're going to have a chance to knock off an undefeated because they're going to be. They've got two home games before the 16th. You've got you've got um, South Carolina and then TCU, and then they come here. So they're very likely going to be undefeated and uh and, and ranked in the top, you know, 10, 15, whatever when they come here. And that is an an unbelievable opportunity that you have put yourself, you know, in, in the mix of of getting. So. Yeah, Ole Miss was a disappointment. Um, I I I hate that series. And the only reason why it's halfway interesting now is because Chris Beard's the coach there. But lost four straight down there since 05 Now, yeah, I'm I'm out. I'm out on that one. It don't and it don't even if you win it don't do nothing for you. You know, it's like it's like. The inverse of playing oh, nah, for as long
2: as Chris Beer's down there, it's a it's a good one well, to have on gonna there. there. They're for only going to go up, but they, if, if, whether it's two years or whatever, for as long as he's down there, it's worth having. If, if this team it's continues our, to
3: play like this, he'll not,
2: be gone not, after this year. Not to mention, this is sort of the the back and forth and the tension. So, I know, uh, you know, they were going at Mikey with the chant and everything else. Like this is the sort of rivalry stuff we've been missing. Well, that's true. I'm not, not going to sit up here and hold Ole Miss up as now it's the prime rival because I don't want that. Yeah. But my point is, there was real tension there. That place was sold out for you. Mm-hmm. They get up for you. And I realize we can sit up here and, and say you're looking down your noses at him if you want to, but that's right. that one with Chris Beard. It's just like having Arkansas on the schedule to me over the next couple of years. Right now, if that changes, yeah. it'd be different. Yeah, yeah. Our guy didn't get it done there, uh, or Kermit. You know, we thought he'd be, we thought it'd be worth happening
3: because Kermit. Well, it you know, really wasn't. It wasn't. But with Chris Beard down there, it is. Yeah, but I mean, he ain't. You can't hold him down there too long, bro. I mean, he's gonna get a better job. Ole Miss basketball job sucks. Could be there two years. This one and next. Yeah. So is the series... Because
2: he's going to be on the bubble this year, right? Yeah, they'll be on the bubble. Yeah, I mean, they're waiting on a kid. Good chance it'll be NCAA tournament next
3: year. They're waiting on the Murray kid from Georgetown, right? See Mm -hmm. if he gets it. Yeah. Uh, But I'll tell you this. I mean... There's two Murrays. The one that got you for the
2: 22 and then the one that's waiting to get eligible.
3: I I get why you confuse it with Jalen Warren. Jalen Warren had a very good day yesterday for the Steelers, even in an L. I mean, when he gets an open field... Yeah, he no, they had a bad day. Hard to tackle.
2: Losing to Arizona is a bad day. I don't care what you did individually. That that offense was supposed to be fixed. at well, four hundred yards, yards the week Piggy before. Got hurt.
3: You know who knows how good it would have been if he had not gotten hurt. It didn't look that great though. Honestly, it they, was not looking good. They drove down the field, scored a field goal in the first three minutes, and that was about the peak. You know, for them. Uh, and I had the over. I, I was. I, I mean, bought. The, I bought the juice. You know, what I'm saying. Oh yeah, new new offense. They're gonna open it up, man. Same old crap, man. They suck. I mean, they would have been. They would have had a chance to be first in the AFC had they won yesterday, bro. I mean, that's how ridiculous this season is right now. And I mean, of course, they couldn't get it done. It was they, were they at home. They were at home. What are we talking about? Well, that was that's one of the worst losses of the NFL season, without a doubt. First in the AFC, they would have had a chance. They would have been eight and four, bro. Wow. Look at look around. I mean, they would have been KC behind now. Three losses. I think they're at four now. I mean, Baltimore, I think I thought Casey's three, and then Baltimore's—they would have been like a they, yeah—they would have been a game out, bro. I mean, they would have been eight and four. Jags are eight and three. Ravens nine and three. Dolphins nine and three. They would have been a game out of first, you know, with the you know, I mean, they, they they a pretty manageable schedule the rest of the way, right? With no Joe Burrow, so yeah, I mean, they have the Patriots, the Colts, um, the Bengals at home, Seahawks, and then Ra- I mean, they would have had a chance, but They had to say. Now they lose to the freaking Cardinals at home and uh, Pickett had ankle surgery and now Calvin Austin's doing commercials for Winger, He's just focusing on on on
2: that yeah, i feel sorry for anybody's the rolling for out there yeah
3: i think i think it's a just take the take a sabbatical and just do commercials for wing Guru for the rest of the season and then just get back when the quarterback situation fixes itself don't long, don't don't count out mike tomlin yet yeah uh anyway that's uh that's the report uh for this weekend memphis basketball uh back in action against vcu on the road in a must win situation no doubt about it uh just in terms of their resume, in terms of you know, do you you want to get off that you know, uh, eight, nine, ten line, don't you? Eleven,
2: even and off this two
3: now two game losing streak. If you can't do that on Wednesday, if you can't get that job done, you know, you're you're almost destined unless you just have a ridiculous run and beat FAU twice and beat a And M on the road and all of that. So anyway, that's the uh, that's the latest on Memphis basketball this edition of cap or no cap we got more to get to we got NFL results 49ers make a statement a statement yes, in Philly do. yes they do uh we'll get into that chiefs take another L on Sunday night football all you need is love love hurts he's getting better bro i swear he is and it boggles the mind that this team I jumped off his I jumped off
2: too soon. I had a, a, a feeling right. this kid's gonna be good. First That's few right. weeks
3: I jumped off. Bro, they had a stat last night that was just ridiculous. We'll get into all of that uh and more when we get back. Jason and John, are you trying to fan BSPN? Weather's eventually gonna get really cold around
2: here, but the NFL offers a fan who are gonna stay hot all winter long. Right now, new customers you get $150 in bonus bets with any winning. $5 Moneyline bet. That makes it easy. You just put the $5 Moneyline bet on a heavy favorite, and you unlock that 150 bucks if that team wins. You've been thinking about joining FanDuel. Come on in. No better time to get in on the action right now. The offers are great. The app's easy to use, fun to use, and safe to use. They've got the entire betting uh, range of options, spreads, player props, over unders, and much more. So visit fanduelcom slash J Smith. They make it real easy for you uh, to come on in and have a little bit of fun. Again, that promo code is J S M I T H over at FanDuel.com. FanDuel official partner of the NFL and of 929 FM ESPN. You must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonuses issued as is non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipts. See terms at Sportsbook.Fanduel.com. Gambling problem, call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789.
0: I'm Chelsea Messenger, helping you beat the books with BetQL. The BetQL model is going to the ice tonight to target a total between two struggling offenses. Washington has gone under the total in five of the last six road games, and Arizona's last five versus the Eastern Conference have all gone under. An easy trend to follow in the BetQL model's five-star play of the day in the NHL is to grab the under between the Capitals and the Coyotes in Arizona. Bet smarter and beat the books with BetQL and download the BetMGM app today.